Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Narratives Podcast. This is episode two. I'm Joshua Manglum, joined here by Daryl Daniel and Van Lee. Uh, European football is back. Round of 16 second legs have finished. We're going to be going into the quarterfinals, and Europa League matches are going on as we speak. So, see, I watched the round of 16 match second leg with Barcelona, right? Napoli? We all, mm-hmm. we all watched that, right? We all and, watched it, yeah. yeah. Bro, did you see the, the, the Messi goal, dude? Like, oh, the, yeah. the Messi goal was actually insane. Like, I, like I was watching it, and I was just like, "There's no way he's, there's no way he's scoring." Because he got, he lost, he didn't lose the ball. He got tackled, yeah. gets fouled, gets up again, and then scores. He bullied Koulibaly. Yeah, and Koulibaly is like 300 pounds, not really, but like he like he ejaculated when that happened. My God! Oh my gosh! <laughs> But like, I don't know. It it was just he he went, he effectively took out six people. Yeah. Because he beat good. five defenders and the goalkeeper. But watching Barcelona in that game, like, they looked very confident, right? They. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were a much different team compared yeah. to what Messi compared, said they were. Compared to I mean, what? Compared to Valverde, right? Like, uh, uh, like, admittedly, Napoli is not like an amazing side, but, but they're not bad. Yeah, they're not bad, and yeah. the, the, like, the level of dominance that their midfield was showing, like especially Dion, Dion was playing out of his mind. Yeah, especially in the first half, but in the second half, I saw a lot of people say that. Um, I personally saw that they had less control of the game, but what I took away from that second half was that Barcelona could actually defend, right? Like, yeah, they yeah. they have the ability to score, and then once they know they have the lead, sit back for a little. Because in the past, Barcelona had the defensive shape of, of a wet noodle. Like, <laughs> they, they would just collapse. But I know. This that. Barcelona we saw against Napoli is what Man United want to be. I yeah. mean, the thing is, it, it, gives an inter- it, it gives an interesting point of view for their match against Bayern. Because if they keep playing like this, they genuinely do have a good chance of beating Bayern. But again, Bayern is just too good, dude. Yeah, Bayern is I know Bayern, Bayern, I think, is going to win the Champions League. However, however, if Barcelona beat Bayern, they're going to go on to win the Champions League. Like, I want Barcelona to win, right? I want them to... Because they're like my second team. I want Barcelona to win the Champions League, right? But Bayern, they're just too dominant. They... On aggregate, what they beat Chelsea seven one, right? Yeah, seven one. Jeez, and it was German. It was a German team as well. So, like, I mean, Bayern Munich basically owns London at this point, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's fair enough. It is fair enough. Like, I'm pretty sure the aggregate for it for the Bayern Munich versus London is something like 30, 30 something to nine goals. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, no, have um, you guys seen the meme where it was like um, there were four, four corners basically and each had different people? First one was an Arsenal fan and it was like London is red. And then it was a Spurs fan and the next one it said London is white. And then it was a Chelsea fan and it said London is blue. And then the Bayern fan at the end who was the troll said London is trash. I mean, it's not, they're not wrong. Like London, London is trash. Let's be honest. No. Yes. It's not even that bad. It is that bad. Because you have three teams that are in the big six. Not really. There's two teams in the big six, but like... Bro, Tottenham, I don't think Tottenham deserves to be in the big six. But they are, so like... 
but they just don't, they shouldn't be, let's be honest. You look at the ratio, it's two out of three. 66% of the teams in London are at the top flight of football in the top six. Only one of them have actually won something. Listen, so, that doesn't so, matter. So we're not going to count West Ham as Shut up, Josh. a London team? Shut up. West Ham is garbage. That's why they got relegated. Yeah. Did they get relegated? They never yeah, they did. They never they did. No, they didn't. Did they? What? They did. They did. Because no, I saw I'm... I saw Ethan tweet about it. No, no, no. Ethan said that they survived, right? Wait, really? I'm pretty no, sure. No, no. No, okay, no, we're, no, no. we're, we're going to look it up right now, guys. So stay tuned. West Ham are officially better than Arsenal. If they... Yeah, they're 16th. 16th gets relegated, right? No, 16th does not get relegated. Uh, is, it, is it bottom two? Bottom three. Dude, are you stupid? Yeah, yeah dude. 16th is bottom three. How? How? There's 20 clubs. <laughs> You're so stupid. Dude, why is it? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> guys, guys, you are you are currently hearing retardedness on our podcast. This no, is no, 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 no. Why? Why is we're my table IB. only showing eighteen? We're we're only we're all IB students, dude. We're all seeing twenty. What are you? Norwich City, Watford, and Bournemouth. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know why? It's because I looked up West Ham United and then I went to standings, right? And it only shows. Asking, it, it shows two up and two down, basically. Forget oh how many teams are in the Premier League. Yes, because I just like I just think about it. I remember. I remember at one part of the season, West Ham was doing really well, and then Pellegrini. I remember was... Norwich City beat Manchester City on the first. Yeah, game I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I remember Liverpool beat uh, Norwich City. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. Uh, Watford beating uh, beating Liverpool. I remember us winning the league, so. <laughs> I remember us getting a Champions League spot. Oh my gosh. Uh, you guys are going to get triggered by that for like a long time. Yeah, but here's the thing. They're not going to do anything. You're not going to do anything in the Champions League. We're going to win the Champions League. You're going to get knocked out in the group stages, mark my words. Bro, honestly, if you get knocked out in the group stages, I'm going to laugh so hard. Like, because... Because like oh, Europa Gank, League, Gank, oh, bro, we will definitely get knocked up by Genk. Genk is too good of a football club. Bro, Genk, Genk has their talisman. Yeah, Genk, Genk like, could destroy Liverpool. Forget about Liverpool. Forget Barca. Genk, like, that's where it's at. Are they still in the Champions League? No, they got destroyed. Oh really? Yeah. Dang, that's tough. It you know, tough. I was looking at one football, and apparently, Atalanta has a better chance of winning the Champions League than Barcelona. Honestly, though, Atalanta's being pretty good. Yeah. I know. Yeah, football, that's what I mean. Football looks great. But yeah, they're very entertaining to watch, um, which I think is see, pretty important. Every time I see Barcelona, I'm just worried for Kike Setien's management career, right? Yeah. I feel bad yeah. because people are talking about firing Kike Setien, even though he hasn't even had a full season to get settled in. Yeah, no, Kike Setien has, do- has not even done that bad. Yeah. Um, all right. If you look at the, st- the st- statistics, he's, he has more points in La Liga than Valverde did in the season, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you can't just, you can't just fire someone because they didn't get you like top of the league. In half a season. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of ridiculous. So, guys, I'm going to bring this up just because I think it's crazy. So, 
in the Inter Milan versus Bayer Leverkusen Europa League match that's going on right now, Romelu Lukaku scored again, assisted Ashley Young. You see, anyone who leaves Manchester United just becomes good. Yeah, I mean, that's I, need to, I need to find one player that downgraded. Come on, uh, there's got to be someone. United is Falcao. Falcao. There we go. Falcao was at your club. Yes, Falcao was at our club. I don't remember. Falcao right. joined Manchester United, and then er, he joined Manchester United, then left for Monaco, then actually playing good. Did no, he, he came from Monaco to Manchester United. I you don't know remember Falcao being at Manchester United. He was on loan. This is like FIFA 15, dude. Oh, he was on loan to you guys? Yeah, he was on yeah. loan. Bro, yeah, he never actually count. signed. Oh, okay. All right, then. Dude. Yeah, he never actually signed. Um, you can't sell like, player you loan. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, just, he just went back. Is he but, um... Manchester United is the opposite of Liverpool. Anyone who leaves Liverpool becomes trash. Anyone who leaves United becomes No, because Luis Suarez left. Oh, yeah, Luis Suarez. He's an, exception. He's an exception to the rule. Yeah, I know. we got to find an exception for Man United. There isn't, so... there isn't one. You're close. <laughs> I mean, David Beckham? Not really. Yeah. I mean, David Beckham's always been good. Yeah, David Beckham's a chad. There's going to be someone. Come Ronaldo. Ronaldo. No, Ronaldo got better. I'm getting confused. I'm getting confused. Ronaldo got better when he went to Real Madrid. Yeah, he, and then he got worse when he went to Juventus. Yeah, I don't know why he Juventus. That was kind of a bad move. See, now he's fully one-dimensional. I think Ronaldo's going to finish his career with more goals than Messi. Just because he was going to join like some Chinese or American club. I mean, yeah, he's probably going to finish with more goals. But you have to look at the thing. Like, He could finish with slightly more goals. Messi has played less games, and he's gotten so many more assists. Like, it shows a more complete player. You see, talk about, like, him going to, maybe going to MLS, right? Um, mm-hmm. Matuidi just signed for Inter-Miami, right? Yeah, that was a big move, actually. Which I don't is, know his transfer fee. Which is actually pretty good, right? Because American football, not American football, MLS needs more. Soccer. Players. Needs more good soccer. Players. Josh, shut up. <clears throat> needs more, uh, it needs more good players, right? Because it is terrible. Like, I don't know what else to say. It is terrible. Like, yeah. at its current state, there's no reason to even have it. Let's be honest. I know. MLS is just, like, not even the popularity and stuff, just the quality of football is so just bad. MLS makes football soccer. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. kind of like it's ridiculous. Like you look at all of America, and you would think that there are people who actually know how to control their limbs properly, but I know, but they don't, right? Yeah. So oh. it's like that's why there's no point in watching MLS unless you're just very sort of patriotic, I guess. I'm ashamed, dude. I'm ashamed. I live in a country like everybody America. I like except the fact that we cannot. We have the wrong sports. Yeah, I know. We have the most garbage sports. Yeah, we have a sport where a man hits a ball with a stick and runs across a diamond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and where everyone, everyone in that game is at risk for cardiac arrest because yeah, they're, too, the they're too unfit. And that's the biggest sport <clears throat> in, our, in our country. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Basketball is kind of a respectable sport. It is basketball, a, is. basketball is. Basketball is. 
really respectable sport. Just not the a very respectable sport. So it's just not the women's basketball. Jesus. Oh no, WNBA. Bro, we don't even we don't even have to get into that. Like men's Dude. basketball, NBA, it's really good. Yeah. WNBA is just like and NHL NHL doesn't count because hockey was invented in Canada. Okay, that's fair enough. I'm pretty sure American football was also invented in Canada. Oh really? Was it? I'm pretty sure some Canadian guy did it. Oh, that's that's fair. It is. But I mean, like, I don't know. Just when you when you look at the WNBA, I frankly I don't know why it's still there. It's you know, money. it's losing money. It's it's costing a ten million dollars a year to maintain. The only reason it has money is because the the regular NBA keeps pouring money into it. Yeah, yeah. I know. They're literally pouring so much money, and the fact that people are getting paid in the league for one is just so generous money yeah i'm pretty sure i'm pretty uh if i checked and let me check the numbers correctly i don't know if she still plays but i saw this it's basically one of these articles comparing men's pay to women pay and all that it's Mm -hmm. uh this basketball player named maurice candace she's in the WNBA. okay pretty good actually is what i heard alleged basketball player a legend alleged basketball player uh, uh, let me let me see if this is it. Uh, oh my god! How long? Um, I don't know. I'm just gonna uh, look at. So some some WNBA player gets paid less than I think your average engineer, like the ev- everyday software engineer. Well, if less you look about it, if you if you think about it like this, you know, okay, an engineer is. An engineer is contributing a lot more to society than a WNBA player is. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's like, it's like a marginally, a large amount of more joy is brought into the world when you become an engineer. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I know we could. A WNBA player. So basically, uh, I just checked that the average salary is $72,000. So you're listen, basically. And they want more money. Wow. Like seventy-two thousand dollars is a very respectable amount of money, and I know some say that poor. it is. Like no, I I know that some people will try and say that it's you know it's not that much for an athlete, but, but getting paid seventy-two k for playing mediocre basketball in a league that is losing ten million every year, I think is quite generous. If you take into account the sponsorships and commercial deals, they definitely make way more. Yeah, but the problem is like the only and WNBA player I've heard of is Brittany Griner, and then she she said um, that she could beat DeMarcus Cousins, who, if you don't know, is one of oh the my best God. centers in the NBA yeah. in, in a one-on-one, whereas she's 6'9 she's and cannot dunk. Oh, no, no. So speaking of women's sports in general, right? In tennis, you know Serena Williams, right? Oh, yeah, she said she could beat anyone in the top 100. Yeah, she said she so could then, beat Roger Federer, dude. And the thing is, there was this like number. There was this, like two hundred seed dude, like number two hundred, ranked two hundred, mm-hmm. who who um reportedly his training regimen is drinking a six pack. Yeah, I know. I heard about. This. Yeah, and heard about this. Completely destroyed him in it. He just completely destroyed Serena Williams and her sister Venus Williams. Like, yeah, I know. Can beat the top like one hundred or top twenty or something, and then you get destroyed by a man who's just finished drinking a six pack of beer. Yeah, I mean, it's just. That's crazy. So then, so then he said, um, "Yeah, Serena Williams cannot be anyone in the top 500." And then she changed her claim to like 350. But the problem is, like, 
I don't think there's that much of a gap between 200 and 350. Whereas 500, I think they'd maybe have a chance. <clears throat> and, and even considering, right? Like Serena Williams is on like, it's like the buffest woman I've ever seen, right? Yeah. That's yeah. She is incredibly buff and she got destroyed, right? Yeah. It's just not fair. Let's be honest. It's not fair. Yeah. yeah if she ever tried to face Roger Federer, she would probably Bro, just get destroyed. Bro, Roger Federer could be in his retirement home and could still be like. Yeah. Be yeah. Honest. It's kind of like, because don't get me wrong, Serena Williams is good at tennis, but when it comes yeah. to like, when it comes to legends of the game, like, I don't get a point off of Novak Djokovic. Yeah. She, she will not, like, <clears throat> she'll get, she'll get, like, 6 0, 6 0, 6 0. And especially if it was played on clay, uh, Rafael Nadal, Nadal is, Nadal not, is not letting her get a point. Nadal would destroy her. The thing is, no, dude. He only does good on, on the French Open. He only does but, good but on the French But Nadal's hand eye coordination is so. Like you know, it's just naturally so. You know his, you know um, his uncle forced him to become a left-handed player. Yeah, because I I know there was some reason why, but I can't remember. Players are just better, like because it, like, I don't know, I don't know like, the exact reasoning. It's like left-handed and left-footed. I don't know why they get better. I think I think a lot of them are more. It gives you some advantage, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. I know it's I know like, in soccer, if you're left-footed, you can go for either corner on a free kick, like, it's easier for you to take free kicks, if that makes sense. Because... I think, I think it's like the left hand. I think he wants him to be left-handed because it's just more unorthodox. So, because people... Yeah, it is harder to counter. Yeah. With orthodox-handed people, like right-handed people. So yeah. it's harder to deal with. Yeah, it's kind of... um, It's interesting, because I know a lot of very, very good players have been left-handed and left-footed, like, obviously Messi. Um, I believe Griezmann is also left-footed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the thing is, like, <clears throat> Spanish, I feel like Spanish, Spain just produces great sportsmen, right? Yeah, that's, yeah, it, that's, yeah, that's true. Like, they, they, like, they have Nadal. Actually, it don't like two sports. I can't really think of a sport other than... <laughs> that's, I mean, they Spanish... basketball players. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Spain does have some decent basketball players, but um, I think where it's at for Spain is mostly soccer, and they have such a they have such a trophy laden history. Like, um, especially the uh, twenty the twenty twelve yeah twenty ten twenty twelve yeah yeah it was that was insane. Like you had prime Iniesta, prime Javi, prime Alonso, Busquets, Javi Alonso, David no David Villa was still there, right? Yeah, yeah, he was, he was. He's underrated. He's probably the most underrated striker. A hundred percent. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize how good he actually was. The thing, like, I feel like David Villa, David Villa, I don't know, I wouldn't say carry, no, I wouldn't say carry, but he was a really big part of Spain's World Cup run. No one, oh, yeah. no one carried that, that team. Yeah, no one carried, but he was a huge yeah. part of yeah. that World I mean, Cup run. Obviously, so was Iniesta with the, with the, the cup winning goal. The cup winning goal. Yeah. But essentially, it was just Barcelona winning the World Cup. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, the style of football that they played was so, 
What's First of all, it was so entertaining to watch. Like every pass had a purpose too. I think the only players that weren't from Barcelona were Xabi Alonso, Casillas. It was just yeah, Xabi Alonso, Casillas. It was just an El Clasico squad. Yes, Sergio Ramos. Yeah, and I think like Cavajal, right? Cavajal was the right wing. Yeah. Cavajal was right back. probably. I think Arbeloa might have played. Yeah, yeah, Arbeloa. Yeah, but he was also at Real Madrid. So it was just um, yeah, it was El Clasico. 11. Yeah, it's still it's basically just all classical. <laughs> and the thing is, even if you didn't put the Real Madrid team in there, they probably could have won, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean like because like, the, oh, the, the the thing is like the Spanish players just work so well together. Like the fluidity of their passes, the vision that they have, um, the, especially the, in terms of like the in the final third, it's just unmatched. In um in the twenty fourteen World Cup, right? Like. I don't like. I know like teams that win the World Cup physically cannot win it again. Yeah, yeah. Unless you're Brazil, it just can't happen, right? I don't care about Brazil. <laughs> um, but like it just can't happen. But that team, I really thought that team could have done it. Yeah, I mean that Spanish team. I mean to be fair, Spain has always been a powerhouse. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, the, the, I think Spain's main problem is that. They they have a lack of offensive firepower. It's it's just, it's weird how they took this long to win a World Cup. Yeah, I think um I think a lot of it was down to the fact that like off the top of my head, the only relatively good strikers I can name are David Villa, Butragueno, and um Torres. Torres. Yeah. yeah. The, same so, with um same with the, the the Dutch team, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. I you know, know just the Dutch had like Van Basten, Van Ab, um, Robin. Like it's it's weird how they cannot win a World Cup. Yeah, it's yeah. cannot win a World Cup. Yeah, it's surprising yeah. that the Netherlands have never won the World Cup before. Like Wesley Snyder has won less World Cups than TT. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like what I don't think. One thing that is kind of annoying is that if someone's not in the top five leagues, people automatically think they're trash, and that's stupid because Wesley. Yeah one of the best Dutch midfielders of all time. Yeah. Best midfielders of all time. He's playing midfielders, not even Dutch midfielders. Yeah, and it's like, so is Francesco Totti, but no one ever talks about him. See, I would say the same thing about Hakim Ziyech, but now he's in the Premier League, so... They're, they're icons, dude. And speaking of icons, FIFA 21 is adding new icons. Oh, nice, nice. Speaking of I which, like Tor- Torres is one of the icons. He is, I'm telling you, he, when he was at Liverpool, right? He was not bad. But no, he, he wasn't just not bad. He was the best striker in the world. Let's be, like, I'm going to be frankly honest. He was the best striker uh, when he was You know, I could, I could disagree with that. But, I mean, I can see how someone would say that. Who, would, who was better when he was in Liverpool? Eto. Shut up. Forget <laughs> about Eto. <laughs> <Should forget> about <laughs> I was going to say, like, I swear that's a really obvious one. But Torres at Liverpool was better. Torres at Liverpool is not better than Eto. Eto has <laughs> literally cemented himself. So is Torres. Bro, Vidic made it in, which is... Yeah, uh, which is fair. Yeah, that's fair. Vidic uh, was uh, one of the best defenders in the world at, at some point. Xavi. Oh, yeah. Bro, Lom made it in. Lom made it in, which Philip I'm really Lom happy really about. Philip yeah. Lom feels so good, dude. Lom is so underrated. Like, yeah. jet, probably one of the most re- well-rated in all of history like he's one of, basically one of, the, one of the best center defensive midfielders like he's basically a neo matthias 
You know, um, I, I'd like to bring this up because um, I'm assuming you guys have played a game of soccer before. So, no, 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 you haven't? All right, anyway. Um, play, playing center defensive midfield is actually insanely difficult. For Lom to be able to play it so well is something. Yeah, and I mean, he was, quite, he was quite versatile, too. I know he played right back for a season. He played center back. I'm pretty sure he also used to play left back, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, he's very, very versatile. Speaking of which, Van, who's the most versatile player ever? I don't know. I think it's uh, Messi. Oh, I thought he was going to say James Milner. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, actually, though. Yeah. <laughs> no. He's a legend. I'm telling you. He's a legend. No, no. Listen, he's a, Liverpool, he's a Liverpool talisman. That's basically one of, it. One of the youngest players to ever score in the Premier League. I mean... I swear Wayne Rooney was 16 when he first scored. Milner was younger when he scored. He was young, younger than like less days into sixteen. He wasn't the youngest, but I mean, you know who wasn't quite young when he scored? Eric Cantona. Oh yeah. I mean, he. But he has an icon. He has an icon card. What surprised me is how is it taking EA so long to put Puskas? Yeah, that that really annoyed me. Really, there's literally like probably the most award apart from Ballon d'Or named after him him. yeah like and I'm happy that Schweinsteiger finally got an icon yeah you get a a respect on his name dude it's yeah I know if they if they make him one of those like 90 rated icons I'm gonna be so annoyed I mean Schweinsteiger yeah I mean I I... no because if if that's his prime he's gotten done dirty oh 90 yeah. So he should have more or less? What are you trying to say? He should have more. No okay. Right. Michael I Owen. think he should be at least 92 for his prime. Michael Michael Owen only has like, what, 90 rated on his prime icon? Towards. Bro, that's because Michael Owen was good for one season and then got injured for the rest of his career. No, no, it's because he moved to Manchester United. That's the reason. <laughs> no, because I mean, he pulled his hamstring more times. Than he played. Ian Rush is only ninety rated. That's that's what I'm about. Ian Rush. Is no, but Dal- Okay, but Kenny Dalglish is like what ninety two or something. Yeah, it it annoys me, dude. How are they so low? How is they so low rated? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Ashley Cole got in, which is interesting. <laughs> like yeah, uh, like controversial opinion. Eto Eto got in. I think Eto deserves it. Eto definitely does. Controversial opinion. Ian Rush is better than Pele. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, I mean, know. if we're going by skill, a lot of people are better than Pele. Yeah, the fact the fact that Pele is rated higher than Fat Ronaldo. Yeah, that that to me doesn't really make sense. But um, but, I mean, Pele. I, I think look? it's I think it's fair that Pele and Maradona are rated the same this year. I but, think their prime moment their prime moments are both ninety nine. But Pele, he he played in a land before time. Yeah, that that is a problem. You know, he. He did score a lot of his goals in friendlies. But do we know he actually yeah. scored those goals? Yeah, that's what I mean, though. It's like, I'm pretty sure almost half of his goals were in friendlies. And he's, he's a fraud, dude. He's a fraud. Because I, I heard, I, I, um, I remember, this might be wrong, but I remember one time he said, like, the referee sent himself off or something because he saw how good a Pele goal was. I don't know. That's, that, might be, that might be wrong. That might be. That's wrong. probably false. Be, yeah, probably. False, I mean, but... like, I'm happy that Javi got in because I mean, Javi. Let's be honest. I, I'm. 
I think he's one of the best the midfielders in Javi. Yeah. Second best midfielder. After ball. Iniesta. Iniesta. He was a dribbling god. No, but them two, t- I think Javi was better at sort of the vision of the game and long passing. Where I think Iniesta was also very good, but he was more focused on dribbling, making the short passes in the final third. You know, like, does Pirlo have an icon card? That's my question. Why does Pirlo not have an icon card? He does. He does. He does, yeah. He does, yeah. He has He's a 93 think... prime moments, I'm pretty sure. Or 92, yeah. one of the two. How's but the problem is, bro, he's 92. It's kind of ridiculous. It's ridiculous when Pele is 99. Yeah, I know. Like, Pirlo is arguably the best long passer in the history of football. I keep saying this, but his, pass, his passing is therapeutic. It, yeah, I know. It calms you. I know. It's actually kind of, like, it's kind of insane. And then uh, yeah. we have Petr Cech. Yeah. Yeah. Petr Cech. I can agree with that, because, I mean... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think... Does he still hold the record of the record of what? Most clean sheets. I think he still does. Yeah, I, think I know he got it in like FIFA 16. He he was playing insane. I think I think he probably does have the record for uh, best Mickey Mouse goalie because he literally looks like Mickey Mouse. No, and, and the thing is, the reason he it's kind of it's kind of cool how like he he wasn't even supposed to be able to be a goalkeeper because that's like that's why he yeah. Yeah. There was like a there was like a sixty percent chance that he would actually be paralyzed. Yeah, he got like a head injury, but he still managed to become one of the best the goalkeepers of all time, even with a yeah. head injury. Yeah. You know who else probably has a head injury? Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the dark part of our podcast today, where we talk about politics. Part of politics doesn't have to be dark. Well, I mean, listen, I, I will be purely objective here, and um, yeah, well, based on. Based on just what I've seen, uh, Joe Biden is not really fit to be president. Just based on the fact that he forgot what the question was. He forgot he was running for president. Yeah, he said he was running for Senate, and like a lot of people might say, "Oh, that's that's just you know a minor mistake that like everyone mistakes." You can't be but, having those as president. No, but the pro- the problem is it's it's happened so often. You can have yeah. those as president, but the thing is, Joe Biden. He just has it. Like it's it's not a gaffe. It's just him. It's just yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. It, I think it is genuinely like I think something might actually be wrong with him. Like I'm a little concerned. He has he has Alzheimer's. Let's be honest. Is yeah. it been proven? Is it yeah? Has it been proven? Oh, it's probably not. It's it hasn't been proven. But just look at him. You know, but that's what I mean. Like I think there's genuinely something wrong. You know. You know. One thing is, um, I saw this somewhere. It said. For leftists, if they keep saying, oh, Mount Rushmore is such a bad, terrible place, then why do leftists have a problem with Trump's face being on it? Yeah, but my thing is, like, Mount Rushmore... What did you just say? What? <laughs> what? What did I just say? I'll, I'll explain. So leftists... Leftists... Left, leftists think that uh, Mount Rushmore and all is a bad place, probably because it's built on some, like, I guess, Native American land. Shut up, shut up. You know, this, is, this is what I have a problem with, right? <laughs> they, say, they say it's built on Native American land, right? <clears throat> What's a, what nation has not conquered another nation, right? 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, we, you can't say you can't even, say even, even the Europeans conquer each other. Like, there's literally no nation. Europeans are gods to conquer each other, right? Like, like ever since the Roman Empire collapsed, Europeans have been fighting each other for like millennia. Yeah, I think it's kind of annoying how they Actually, sort of try to demonize the founding fathers, and it's like they are the foundation of the American system. And yeah. for like, one, you. You can't say that someone was bad just because they killed people in an attempt to conquer the land, because that's how war works. Yeah, like, because, because what are you gonna say? The in, um, the Indians were all peaceful, right? They yeah, were, it's they like were smashing your brains in before we. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's that's yeah, why it's like like let's be honest. If you re- if you really wanted to, like. If you if you truly believed that this land is not the U.S.'s, you would sell your house and turn it into a Native American settlement. Yeah. Like, do you want yeah. a teepee? Like, that's what I mean. It, like, it it just doesn't make sense. Like and like the story of America, right? The story of America is we have principles, right? We yes. have a certain set of principles. We've never wavered. Like, no, like. Sometimes, like a lot of time, we have not lived up to those principles. But the story of America is us trying to live up to those principles, always trying to live up to those and fix them. Like, not necessarily. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. We are always improving. We've never claimed that we're perfect. Like we, we're trying to achieve the ideals. Yeah, the ideals, the American ideals, and I think now we're closer than we ever have been. Right. Yeah, I mean, we've created so many ways for people to succeed. Especially yeah. when you know, you look at um, you look at other countries like you look at India. They're the only way to do good, in, like to be successful in India, is to do good on tests, then become yeah. like some sort of high level job. Here, you have so many different ways to succeed, um, and I think that's throw a ball and become one of the richest men. Let's be honest. Like that's what I mean. I think it's yeah. I think it's good for the society that we're in because um, having lots of ways out means that it's more likely for people to not be on the streets and not be in poverty. Like, and I yeah. think that's, you that's say, probably what we should work towards. You can say America has economic inequality. You can say that. But what you can say is we don't have economic mobility, right? Because Yeah, there's yeah, always a way up. There's always a way up. There's a way up. And I hate when people say it's mostly luck because, yes, it's, it's, it's like... Luck is a factor, but then at the same time, so is skill. Like luck is a factor, but it's the it's the hard work you put in to exploit your opportunities, to exploit the luck you have that allows you to become smart, right? Like yeah, yeah. If you just have luck and you don't act upon that, you don't act upon the the opportunities that you get that come from luck, then you're not gonna get anywhere, right? Yeah, um, I think a, a great example is uh, Mark Cuban. When he had, uh, when he had his company, his first company, it was valued at, I believe, one point two billion dollars, and he sold all of it for, I think, one point four, and then right before, he sold it right before the stock dropped massively. So like, if he was off by maybe seven days. You probably wouldn't even know Mark Cuban, and he'd probably be homeless right now. But he sold it because he knew that it was going to drop soon. And now his net worth is like four point three billion. 
not not necessarily an American, but I feel like another businessman who's extremely smart is Mukesh, Mukesh Ambani. Ambani. Yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Indian people, dude. No, but he's actually really, really good businessman. Very, very well-versed in the art of one business of the, practices. One of the best in Asia, if not the best in Asia. Yeah, yeah but the, the problem is, like, he is just, he lies so much. The Mukesh Ambani doesn't run a business. He runs a monopoly that steals from the. He world. runs India. Let's just say that. Oh yeah, I mean, there's no way that anything's getting passed if Mukesh Ambani doesn't agree with it. So he's basically a Rockefeller. Yeah, pretty Effectively, much. Effectively, yes. Is I don't think he has as much money, but he basically owns India. Definitely doesn't have as much money as Rockefeller, dude. I mean, yeah, Rockefeller was. Just... Rockefeller was pretty rich. <laughs> pretty rich, yeah. Pretty rich. That's one way to put it. Yeah, it's probably only, only pretty rich. Only pretty rich. Read an of all time, except for let's just Asian like Asian parents. You could be like you could be like Augustus Caesar and own personally own all of Egypt, and they're like acceptable. I'll accept that. That's the bare minimum. Bro, bro Rockefeller's uh, net worth adjusted for inflation was around three hundred forty billion dollars, and you think bro. about like if you think about that, right? That means he could single-handedly pay off, or he could buy 33% of Apple if he really wanted to. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, the thing is, Augustus Caesar personally owned all of Egypt. So he had a net worth like a trillions of dollars, right? Yeah. Trillions. But obviously, it's, it doesn't really, you know, it, it doesn't really convert like that. Kind of does. I mean... Because the problem is, technically, when you own whole countries, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but all their GDP doesn't go straight to you. Is the problem? No, yes, it does. He personally owned everything in it. Yeah, I know, I know. But like, 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 like he wouldn't single-handedly take everything that that specific nation owned. Yeah. No, he kind of did. He kind of did. He's no, kinda, but like, he kind of did. No, but that's not true, though. What do you mean it's not true? Because, like... What do you think personally owned means? Bro, bro, he didn't starve everyone to death in the territories that he owned. Yeah, he's, he's let them eat his food that they grew, but he owned. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's kind of hard to also convert it, because... Um, you know who else is rich? I mean... You know, Mansa Musa, dude. Oh, Mansa oh, yeah, Musa, I no, that dude, yeah, like, yeah. that dude like broke the Alexandrian economy. He was so rich that he made everyone go broke. Yeah, he was so like, and he probably and and I'm pretty sure he also made his own country go broke by spending all of his money. Yeah, he just spent it like crazily, and the markets just crashed yeah. everywhere. He inflated the economy of Alexandria so much. I don't. It it just didn't recover probably. Yeah, I mean, there's not really an accurate way to put his wealth in um. Yeah. In perspective, but it's yeah. just not. It's just so far above. I, I heard. I heard on his Hajj, he took what, like twelve thousand caravans just to carry the gold. But you, you know, what? Good news. Good news. TikTok got banned, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I love it. Love it. Yes. TikTok, TikTok got banned. banned. Chinese. The Chinese are freaking out, right? The Chinese are freaking out. They act like they haven't been banning U.S. companies for a while. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like they did screw us over on embargoes and trade tariffs. They, they act like they haven't been banning. Like if they act like Twitter, Google, Facebook they are not banned in China, right? I mean, and then we ban TikTok, and then and then they freak out. But this is just China. China, China is like a. It's it's because China really liked seeing the dumb people here doing their dances, and now they can't see it anymore, and that makes them sad. No, they can't spy on us anymore. Yeah, they can't. But you know, retards are probably gonna keep gonna continue to use a VPN to. Or yeah. or they're, or they're just gonna or they're just gonna exploit Instagram with this new thing called Reels. But the thing is, I I doubt the people who use TikTok have the brain power to use VPNs. So yeah, that's the thing. No, and just, I think um, it, the, thing that, the problem yeah, is it's no, not banned yet. It's not banned because Microsoft can still technically buy it, but um, I just don't see that happening. But like, here's the thing. Um, the uh, uh, whole thing that Facebook introduced, so it's on Facebook, it's on uh, Instagram as well. Uh, they introduced this thing called Reels, which I, we already mentioned. And I think the good, the good thing about it is it's the TikTokers will not go to YouTube. Yeah, that's all. It's like we won't get the we won't get the refugees like we did from Vine. Luckily, um, a lot of the TikTokers will probably just move to Instagram now. Yeah, because they already are kind of popular. And, you know, I think it's kind of I think it's kind of funny that they are now a subgroup of a more bigger community. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, a lot of them I can sort of I I don't like dislike them personally. I just don't like the app at all. Oh yeah, I hate it. The like app, the app is for like it's. Like your brain has to have, have like a a maximum of fifty brain cells to that. The problem is like my biggest problem is just that it's exploiting underage people. Yeah, it's exploiting the attention. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be as harsh on it if it didn't do that. And it but it, the, the, the the problem is that is who gets popular. So like, if it didn't spy on us, then you know. I, I mean, yeah. another issue I have with that, I don't know about you guys, it really ruins some really good songs. Yeah, our, basically every single song has been butchered. I'll give you a good example. You, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with the song The Box by Roddy Rich. I do not yeah. listen to rap. That might, controversial opinion, I don't like rap. Controversial opinion. Very controversial opinion. But anyway, I know Daryl knows it. So basically, Van, yeah. you've probably heard it too. You know the one song that goes pulling out the coop in the lot, turn for a 12 foot swat, busting off the belly. Yeah, okay, that song. Anyway, that song, the real meaning behind that song, it's just talking about problems in the ghetto. And then TikTok takes it and it's lost its meaning. You know, like there's, there's problems in the Chinese ghetto, you know. I mean, yeah, the problem is a lot of people don't realize that the quote-unquote ghetto in America is a lot richer than some of the slums in Asia. Yeah. I think, I think there's one... I mean, let's be honest, Asia is a slum. The entire continent is a slum. I mean, uh, debatable. That's very debatable. Okay, let's see. Vietnam's a slum, right? Okay, That's yeah. fair. India, I, I, I'm going to take your word for that. No, I India, know. I would not say India is... No, it's not. No, 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 no. Your supposed holy river? Listen, dude. Listen, I've yeah. literally been to Mumbai. Right? It is more developed than it is 
in like New York. Okay, to put like you're talking about a state that elected Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Bro, I said Mumbai. I, I mean, you said New York. But New York is like it's the financial capital of the world, quote unquote. Yeah. But it is. It is. Is Mumbai though? Is Mumbai? It is. And Mumbai is more expensive to live. Yeah, that's true. Because what I India is it's a slum. There, there, there no. are slums in Listen, Mumbai because of how yeah. expensive the city is. Yeah, exactly. Like houses cost more than they do here. Surely inflation would like. No, you would think, but it doesn't. Yeah, but China, China is basically a slum. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but like, let's let's keep in mind. You said all of Asia is a slum. You forgot about Dubai, and Dubai is technically in Asia. So the Middle East is not Asian. Yeah, but it still counts as Asia. Te- okay, tech. Okay, when I refer to Asia, I just mean East Asia. Because that's okay. okay. All right, fine. All right, okay, we'll okay. go with that. It sounds yeah, stupid yeah. in my opinion, but we'll go with that. Because I was gonna say, like, Dubai is arguably. The most yeah, like the, the most visually striking city yeah, in the world. So, yeah, it's so beautiful. Actually, if the city of Dubai is 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 a great city, but like everywhere else in Dubai is a slum. Oh yeah, but yeah. The, the problem is they also get all their money from smugglers. So you know, yeah. you know, this bring this brings something that auto, it's slightly related. It's uh, it'll you'll understand when I say it. So the Indian diaspora, you already know, it's the biggest diaspora in the world. The difference between, like, I see the people in um, uh, Indians in the U.S. versus Indians in Dubai, it's that uh, a lot of people, a lot of, I guess, leftists might complain this, but USA is probably the most accepting of other cultures than any mm-hmm. other country in the world. Oh, yeah. And, that, like, the, and look at all the Indians here. After a while, even my, I mean, my parents have gotten their U.S. citizenship. They will come here and they will say, I am an American. You won't see any Indian in Dubai saying, I belong to the United Arab Emirates. No, because living yeah. in America, you can come here with literally nothing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's what a lot of our parents did. Yeah. I mean, probably all of our parents, to be honest. Yeah, all of us. Because, like, we didn't have anything. Yeah. We don't even speak the language. Yeah. Yeah. In America. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. the problem is, it's just, there's not really an excuse, I don't think. There is, not, there is all, almost no excuse, because... And if, obviously, you know, sometimes there are exceptions, but... You have a functioning family, right? A yeah. functioning family. You should, yeah. you should be middle class, right? Yeah. Obviously, if, yeah. You, if you have um, a divorce, like divorced parents, that greatly reduces your chances of succeeding in the world. Yeah. I think that's that's a big problem in my opinion. I think the nuclear fa- the nuclear family is probably one of the biggest parts yeah. of success. Of success, yeah. And, and the fact that people are trying to say that it doesn't matter as much is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Because like you look at the black community, right? The black community. Like Asians came over here with less than what the black community had, right? At least black people spoke English. Yeah. Right. Or eventually learn to, because um, I'm pretty sure initially they didn't, but... Josh, I'm not talking about slavery here. <laughs> I'm talking about when Asian people first originally came over and the black people... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right. black people... Yes. 
Yeah, black people speaking. Obviously, if you're imported from Africa on a slave ship, you're not going to speak English, Josh. Okay. <laughs> you're like or something. The BM. Oh my god. But they they had they had more stuff than us. They spoke English. They spoke the language. But we are more successful. Let's just be honest. We are more successful. I didn't want to like, say it, but um, statistically, I think much, much I think if like, you like if you say, here, um, let me define yeah. it this way. If you want to define success with um, having a substantial amount of money or a certain amount of affluency, then yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, uh, Asians are technically the most affluent demographic. Yeah, we like yeah. by um by proportion, we are the most rich demographic, right? Most affluent. And we are suppo- like if you look at our situation, we we should be the poorest demographic. Oh yeah, I mean, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, we are discriminated against with uh, um, affirmative, affirmative action. action. Yeah. Affirmative yeah. action to me doesn't make sense, but it I mean, it discriminates for black people. It's like it discriminates for black people. It's like I, I don't know why. Maybe I'm just not woke enough. But like, yeah, I, I feel like this is racist. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I swear, I swear that is the definition of racism. Is it not discriminating based on race. against? Yeah, it's discriminating based on race. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe this doesn't it, this isn't making sense to me, but yeah, I, I guess Asians aren't a large enough po- population to give them the vote or something. You know? I mean, I guess I guess we just need to um, so, accept that we get into colleges lower than what we deserve. But yeah, but um, I but think on that I mean on that topic, yeah, a large, the, a, large oh, reason, a large reason I think why the black community is doing so bad is. Um, they have no dads, right? They don't have fathers. Yeah, the nuclear family is sort yeah, of ignored. Family. That's what a lot of people ignore. They ignore the fact that the nuclear family is the biggest factor in your success. It's so key. It's so, it's so key. key. If you don't have a father, you're not going to learn discipline. And you're like, it, yeah, you're just not going to get discipline. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, there are some instances where the contrary is true, but yeah, very few, most, very most of the hard. time, yeah, I know. Most of the time, it's it's not like that. Um, so, I think it's kind of, like frankly, it, insulting it, it, to assume that yeah, it's and, not important to have one of your parents. Asians basically never get divorced. Yeah, yeah. divorce just doesn't exist. It's not a word in our dictionary. Yeah, it, it, it just isn't, you know, it's the weird thing in America, right? I've noticed that people like, people like stepdads have been like normalized at this point, kind of, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah it, like, just, I'm speaking from experience in Vietnam, right? Yeah. Like, having a stepdad is like a threat, right? Yeah. Like, like, like um, if in Vietnam, if like, if you do something bad, you're like, your parents are like, do you want a stepdad? Like, because like they're threatening to leave. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. I have a stepdad. It's like, okay, you have a stepdad. But yeah, it's kind of. You have a stepdad. You're never gonna succeed in life. You're gonna live in the slums, fail. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting to see that sort of divergence. Um, and I think I can understand why. It's just because of the fact that you know there's a certain like bond that you don't really get with them. Um, yeah, and you know, like stepdads, they they. They may care, right? But they're not going to care as much as the actual father. Yeah. 
I think it. I think like there are genuinely some people who will, like, who will want the best, but it's just not the same. Especially for the kid. Especially for when they're old enough to understand. You know, it's not the same. Um, but obviously, like, I, it's not. It's not necessarily a, a super detrimental thing. I just don't think it should be. Like, I don't think it should. I don't think it should be like better, like considered better than having a normal. Yeah, or considered the same because it just isn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if because I can understand, you know, some sometimes things happen, but um. And the thing is, like, mar- like divorce is so prevalent in America. It's it's strange. Yeah. It's like, what is the divorce rate? Like fifty percent? You you know you know you I think know it's about fifty one now. Yeah, like, you know it's you know it's one thing that um. I, I hate to say this, but I feel like that is one of the weaknesses in individualism. Is I that I think it's a problem with individualism. I think it's the problem with the prevalence of American culture where sex is viewed as not- Yeah, but at the same time, like a lot of other individualistic cultures has higher divorce rates too, like No, because if you look back in history, um divorce rates have never divorce rates have only become a problem in the modern day. Right? Yeah. Like, back in back in the fifties, you never saw divorce rates. Ever. It's because it's because people forget how to communicate. It's as simple as that. And um, like, I, think yeah. I think it's the fact that a large thing is, is the fact that Americans are starting to view sex as not well not start they, they do view sex as not a relationship thing, like not an emotion thing, but as just like a pleasure thing, you know what I mean? I don't really agree with that. I don't agree. I think it should be both to be honest. Like yes, it uh. should it should be both, right? But in America, it's becoming less of an emotional thing, and more and more just. I don't know. I don't know if this has a factor to do with it, but I do see it. A lot of the, I guess, modern relationships, you, your partner cannot be your friend, and I feel like that's a huge weakness. Really? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. I don't. It I don't doesn't really make sense it. to me. Uh, I think one of the main parts is that the increasing, like, need to become politically correct has just sort of taken over all types of media. So even though, even though there is technically around a 50-50 split of people who oppose that sort of stuff, it is, like, the most vocal are the ones who are predominantly leftist. It is, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying, like, like obviously, I'm a conservative, so I do think leftists are wrong on some issues, right? But it's almost like in Amer- like it's almost if you work in the media industry, right? Mm-hmm. Especially for a company like the CNN, news, yeah, yeah. mainstream media, like you cannot be conservative, right? Yeah, it doesn't really yeah. work. You'll get fired. You know, at this point, you can't even be a centrist. Yeah, I know you have. Yeah. To- very extreme. Yeah, because um, I there was this there was this um, I heard I saw the story where there was this writer for the New York Times, and she she was like, I mean, she I, know, she was, I think she was like kind of anti Donald Trump, right? But she, mm-hmm. I think she wrote like one paper where it was she just said Donald Trump didn't do that bad or something, right? Mm-hmm. And she was forced to leave because she was ridiculed by her. By her coworkers. You know, that's the one thing I hate about CNN. I swear it's not even reporting what the news. The one thing you hate about CNN? There's a lot of things I hate about CNN, but one <laughs> thing in particular, CNN nowadays, if you watch it, they're like, okay, look at this. This 
shows why Trump is bad. That's all they do the whole time. No, there was this uh I I saw this thing on Fox News. I don't really regularly watch Fox News, right? Because they're kind of retards. This is like Sean like, Hannity. They're, they're too far right. Yeah. But in but there, I saw this thing where there was this I think it was CNN reporter and it and it was like um so they were talking to other mainstream media. No, I think it was CBS. Yeah, I think it was CBS reporter. She was like, you know, he was like, um, I, there's a there's a lot of news channels who only exist to to uh, make fun of Joe Biden, but what news channels only exist to hate Donald Trump? But they're like, there isn't any. Like, are you stupid? What CNN? You stupid? CNN. You're working for one. Yeah, I know. Like um, CBS, NBC, and um, MSNBC. Uh, CNN. What else? Vox. Vox is not even considered a reputable news source yeah. by leftists, by like the hard extreme leftists either. See, like, and like it's on both sides, right? Like, there's basically no mainstream media thing is unbiased anymore because Fox News is. It's just it's it's just too far right, too far right, and you know a lot of people say like, well, we should. In the like independent news things are uh, are better. Like I mean, not they're, not. Like, they're always going to be the one It's getting to the point that satirical Instagram accounts like the Babylon Bee are more accurate. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they say news things that like that don't have a large company. Like I mean, PragerU is a large company, but like PragerU, it's so stupid. Like I know it's on the right, but I just have to say PragerU, Jesus Christ. They, I think they're stupid. like. Like I'm pretty sure that they they said um, men cannot be sexist because men gave women rights. That that's not really that's it's not, not really not, how it works. That's not how it works, dude. I was like, uh, like British people cannot be racist because they they uh, they gave the free world law or something. They just I not. I just it doesn't make yeah, and it, it I feel like these these news things they give a bad name for the everyday American, right? Yeah, because the average American, I don't, I don't think they hate Donald Trump. I don't think they love Donald Trump. I think they just care about feeding their family, right? Yeah. And if Donald Trump, if Donald Trump can, you know, do that, or preserve their job so they can do that, mm-hmm. I feel like they, I feel like he's doing a good job. Right. Um. I think, I think the main problem is that now, uh, the sort of media culture has become so toxic that you are only allowed to have a certain set of views otherwise you are viewed as Wrong. either stupid or just racist yeah yeah like, like being being a moderate because i think i i consider myself a very moderate uh, person in terms of my political view i think being I a moderate just makes you racist i feel like i've been turning you more and more to the right side. yeah i was gonna say i swear i disagree with that what you're saying? I'm not a moderate. I'm saying I'm. I'm we're slowly turning you far right. I don't no, think I'm, I'm gonna hard. end up. I'm. I'm not gonna end up like a real hardcore you're gonna, conservative. You're gonna be like, just, dude. You're gonna be no, because like I don't think <laughs> I'm. I don't think I'm super far right. I just. I think I'm purely objective at heart. It's because like here's the thing. The, the left has gotten really toxic. You know it's true. The only thing I, I know on the right is that we refuse to spend less on our military. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It is not necessary for us to spend seven hundred billion dollars a year on our military. 
right? We yeah. have we have thirteen aircraft carriers. China has one aircraft carrier that they bought from Russia, that Russia built in the Cold War, and it's breaking down constantly. And they they're building oh, that's a they're, bu- yeah. they're building a new aircraft carrier, but it turns out China doesn't have any aircraft that can use an aircraft carrier. So it's, um... so it's completely useless, right? And yeah. America, we're like, we we need thirteen because. Because we're America. Because we are America. Like, like, there's no reason that we should spend seven hundred billion dollars. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Navy <clears throat> asked the Navy were like, we don't need anything else. And then, like, Republicans were like, here, have more money. Yeah, I mean that is one thing that I uh, that I disagree with. I can understand like wanting to be prepared at all times, but um, you know, it's a, it becomes a little excessive when you're getting into double digits of aircraft carriers and your main competition only has one. Yeah. And yeah. they can't even use it. Yeah. I mean, I think I do think that's a problem. What I what I don't agree with is um people saying that you should defund the police and yeah, use that money and use that money towards different things. Like what are you going to use that money for? Literally, Chicago and Philadelphia have defunded their police. And crime rates, crime rates went up like fifty six percent. They had to close down the Chicago Loop. They had to close down downtown. Like, yeah, I know. It's like how defunding the police can get rid of crime is beyond me. No, I mean, especially driving in with U haul trucks. Chicago. Chicago. It, Chicago. All right. Okay. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me talk. Let me thought, but uh, what the what what the Chicago mayor decided to do instead of handling the riots and shutting them down, he decides to close all of the bridges into downtown Chicago and yeah, just no. trap the. You've made nitroglycerin and put and, it in uh, a pressurized it's container. To be the government, that like it's just not a good idea. Eventually, yeah. something's gonna blow. I mean, it's already blown. I mean, yeah, yeah that's that's what, what led to it. No, but like, you know, Chicago is the one place in America. I mean, there's probably a lot of other places, but Chicago is the one place in America where you cannot defund the police at all. That's, a, that's every part of America, dude. The police is. Yeah, a I know, but like, yeah, like Chicago so has fundamental. Chicago has, I think, the highest homicide rate in America. The police is the the police are a necessary function of government. You cannot shut that down, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, what? How are you?" And and then, and a lot of people were like, "What if we replace it with social workers? A social worker cannot deal with a man with, with a gun." Yeah. Yeah. Um, I keep seeing these things where it's like, on average, a pizza man faster than your local police station, and it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna assume I could be wrong that if your house is getting robbed, you're not going to call the pizza man instead of the police, like. Why are you like, getting them less training? Right? If you want wouldn't the Yeah, that's the, the logical, well, no, it's not the logical it's the only thing you do if you really want more training. Yeah. yeah. Like how a lot of a lot of police stations uh, correct me if I'm You're cutting out. Oh yeah, you just cut out dude. You cut out massively.
I think we lost him, guys. Oh no! Oh dear! Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> a lot of them were like surviving. Okay, no, no, you're, you're good. You're good. A lot of people. Fine. Am I cutting out? Now? All right, that's Bro, getting edited out. Am I cutting out now? Am I... Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Fair. Lot... Yeah. Probably not. I'm too lazy. But um, I think a a lot of po- correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of police stations. You cut like, out again. Just cut out again. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some. No, I swear somebody is just hacking into this, and whatever it is that Van is about to say, he's just like, no, nah, I'm not gonna let him say that. Yeah, I think they just don't want you to. They don't want you to um, express your criticize opinion. the left. Yeah. Yo, Van. Van. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is definitely getting edited. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you hear me? Yes. Okay. I think a large part, I mean, I think a lot of police stations, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> are surviving basically off donations at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I think I a mean, lot that's, of That's fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, I think the main problem is that a lot of people just are looking for things to yeah america is so, like america is so good that we have to look for things to complain about yeah um and especially like things as big as the police you can't just get rid of that yeah like then no one, yeah. like if if someone is genuinely in danger who's who are they going to call it's not the like social, everyone has dude, the social access work. to the social yeah, but that, worker, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh it's just it's so flawed and it blows my mind how people yeah. can't see because a lot of their arguments only address one thing and not the actual big picture. Yeah. Yeah. Because like like America does have a police problem where we don't have enough training. Like I'm pretty sure barbers have more training. Like yeah, I think at, like barbers actually have more training than police officers. Yeah, like, they do. And I yeah. think that's and I think that's not good. Like, that However, not good. that requires more training. Yeah. And, you and can't you can't defund the police and do that. And obviously, like and obviously, police they don't stop training as soon as they go to as soon yeah. as they exit the police academy, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's like soldiers, like like um soldiers have, I think the Marines have nine weeks of of boot camp, but they don't stop training after the boot camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, and like, I think like one like thing the, like is the that... world has the world has bigger problems, right? Like in China, dams just collapsed. And then the yeah. entire country is flooding. Yeah. And yeah. The, the the stupid thing, like, like I okay, this is gonna sound callous and unnice, right? Unnice, okay. not unnice. nice. Like not nice, but I I care about the Chinese people, right? But but I'm hoping this might sound really bad, but I'm yeah. hoping uh, the government just collapses, and then the communist Chinese are kicked out. Right. It would be so much better for the nation. Yeah, and then China, China, China would become real China again. Yeah, China would become real China again, where they just fight each other for, for many many years. Like, yeah, and then don't actually get anywhere productive. Yeah, yeah, China. When will they break again? Because they are gonna break. Ruin the mandate of heaven. It's a it's a cycle. Like China is all is just there to have civil civil wars. Yeah, right? I mean, it's, it's like France. Kind of, I, I know what you mean when you say, like, oh, I don't want the government to be there. Because, I mean, I have no problem against the actual Chinese people. Like, I think a lot yeah, of them yeah. are, a lot of them have good morals. They, they are generally nice people. Chinese people yeah. are, generally, are generally, genuinely nice people. 
But yeah. the Chinese government, the Chinese communist government is the biggest threat to human freedom right now. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so it is like, the biggest it is the biggest threat to the free world in existence right now. There's like, no way to like justify it either. I don't know how you like they are putting Uyghurs in concentration camps. They have just suppressed Hong Kong's freedom, right? They basically annex Hong Kong, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they are spying on us. They they're they're um debt trapping um Africa and Asia, right? Like they basically own Africa at this point. They are it is neo-colonialism in Africa. Yeah, it's yeah, especially and, Congo, the DRC. It's yeah, so the, the, like the Congo, like Zimbabwe, uh, not not Zimbabwe, uh, Ethiopia, maybe Zimbabwe. I don't know. Ethiopia, yeah. really? Yeah, Ethiopia is basically owned by China. Oh and, wow! And China owns like European ports at this point. They own. Yeah, ports. I mean, like yeah. the threat, like people underestimate <clears throat> how how dangerous China is. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it's fine to be. A powerful nation, I think that's okay. But when it's threatening the freedoms of other people, like this, how many? The, the maybe one point four billion people. No, not just the Chinese people. Not just Chinese not people. It's and like, yeah, the whole world. Like, like no, like they they claim to own the South China Sea, which I'm Vietnamese. I wanted to be Vietnamese, but it is it is international waters, right? Yeah, it is international waters. Um. They, like they're gonna eventually they're gonna find some random old Chinese map and it's gonna be like we once owned the moon so we own the moon now. Like it's, okay. it's that, well it's, actually there's a treaty that prevents that but yeah go on yeah but when is China ever follow a treaty? Yeah, that's so okay, true. That, that's yes, true. That's true. Like you're expecting the Chinese Communist government who killed fifty million people without batting an eye to care about treaties? I mean, yeah, that's a fair point. Um, the the problem is I think I. If the U.S. had no morals, we could have basically wiped out a lot of people. Like, I think but you see, the U.S. The U.S. No, is not in, like in that. My, the U.S. cares, no, in, the US cares about my, the world. In that. my yeah. in my point of view, the U.S. is too moral. I feel I know a lot of people are like, but U.S. commits war crimes. Like, no, bro, have you seen what Asia. other like countries like, have done? Yeah, like no, like so as a Vietnamese person, right? America has committed war crimes in Asia, in Vietnam specifically. I will not, de- I will not deny that, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, they basically dropped, they basically burned the country. Yeah. But if they had won the war, right? The war mm-hmm. crimes, like, the means to, like, to me, the end sometimes justifies the means. I know, yeah. Like, like I would rather have a brutal war, right? Then have the communists rule Vietnam like they do now, right? And bring more suffering to yeah. more generations because yeah, it is not like the communists did not commit war crimes. Yeah, I mean they, have, they committed more war crimes. Like yeah, communists I think have, like committed more war crimes than any other nation, right? Probably except for Germany. Yeah, I think it's like, important to realize that. Sometimes there are things that need to be done for the greater good. Yeah. No, e- even even then, I still think communism as a whole has done worse than Germany. Oh yeah, I mean yes, it I has. I mean Germ- German Germany like, was just so Ger- Germany Germans what like Germ- like the Holocaust killed about ten million people, right? Six million. Six, six million, million were Jews. Yeah. Six million like, Jews. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. No, so 
Stalin killed 20 million. Ho 30 Chi million. Min, no, 20 million. Hitler, oh, um, okay. Ho Chi Minh killed 1 million. Pol Pot killed, I forgot how many, but way more than Ho Chi Minh. Then there's Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong killed 50 million, right? And the thing is, they, these weren't just, like, these weren't just unintentional starvations, right? Like, Joseph Stalin intentionally starved um, Ukraine, like, as an intentional genocide, right? As an actual genocide. He just wanted to replace Ukrainians with the Russian people. Yeah. And yeah. History, like, history books often ignore that. They often, like, oh, like mo- modern history, not, I mean, I don't think, like, historians, like, historians now, right? Mm-hmm. Not historians, but, like, people who think they know history. Mm-hmm. Like, history buffs, quote-unquote. Yeah. Like, they often ignore, like, leftist history buffs often ignore the fact that communism has killed way more people. And they keep saying, we need to try, like, no, real communism has not been tried, but it just has. Right? Okay, yeah. And I, I, think, I think... And I think... Yeah, uh, go like, on. And I think... Um, coming back to Joe Biden, we're at the beginning of our politics point, right? I think the communist Chinese government, there, there was a, an intelligence report that came out, right? Mm-hmm. And it said Ch- the Chinese and the Iranians are, are, going to, are trying to interfere in this election to get Joe Biden elected, right? Yeah. Which, yeah. I think, I think the main you... problem is that it's going to be so easy to take advantage of. Yeah, because, um, I mean, Donald Trump is not dealing with this election very well, is he? No. Like, he just is no. Like, he is, he's not politically very good. Yeah. He doesn't. In terms of actual policy, I think he's, he's decent. Like, like he just can't shut up Donald Trump. Yeah, basically. And, but the thing is, Joe Biden hasn't even picked a a running mate yet. He hasn't even picked a vice president yet. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know how many chances he's going to have. Yeah, I mean. Because he, the, I, I, remember, I remember like a couple of days ago, he said he picked the vice president and all of his campaign members came out and were like, no, he hasn't. So <laughs> he probably ha- like at this at this point, he definitely has some kind of mental disorder. I mean, all jokes aside, if he genuinely does get elected, like, I, I it's going to be the start of a very, very bad time for America. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, yeah. like, like, did you hear Joe Biden say that all like he basically said all black people were the same? Yeah, I know. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was like, unlike the African, unlike the African American community, the uh, Latino the Hispanic and Hispanic ones are diverse. Yeah, they're very mentally diverse. Very mentally diverse and think differently. Boy, we literally have black people just saying, "Oh no, I'm not with them. I'm not with them. I'm not with them." And he's saying they're all the same. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's actually something genuinely racist to say. Like, yeah, he's saying they're they're a monolith. Like the entire race is a monolith. Yeah, it's not like a hive mind. Yeah, like, but, uh, but I think that's it. We don't. I think we we've, we're out of time, aren't we? It's been like an hour, two hours. Or no, an hour fifteen minutes. An hour fifteen. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, an hour. Are we are um, we cutting it off at this point? Because yeah, I need to say I something. Think, what do you? Yeah, say go on. Yeah. So uh, Europa League update. It the within the ninety minutes, no goals have been scored. They started extra time, and Bruno Fernandez scored a penalty. I swear to God. Yeah, I know. At the end of the season. Bruno Fernandez is gonna have like thirty penalties. Yeah, I know. Bro, like, it's next, in the ninety fifth. Like, he's, he's actually Penaldo. He came from Sporting to Manchester United, and he's scoring penalties. What is wrong Dude. with you? Why does this keep happening to you? 
this is so ridiculous. Like, I don't understand. Not, this can't be happening. Like, it's so <laughs> undeserved. Now he's going to go to Real Madrid and score even more penalties. Just watch. Bro, if he goes to Real Madrid, he's going to be a bust. And, and, then, and then people are going to say, oh, oh, yo, Bruno Fernandes is the best player ever. He's the next Ronaldo. Bruno Fernandes is not the next Ronaldo because he needs to get a goal that's not from a penalty. Yeah, and because Ronaldo is... I mean, he has, but like... Ronaldo is actually not that good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's slightly overrated. Oh my god, there's no second legs. Yeah, there's no second legs. Oh no, so... Oh, god. You let it just go through, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is ridiculous. This should not be happening. I mean, Bro, no, I swear I, I actually want them to lose this game because I haven't even watched it, but I can already tell they played awfully. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer needs to uh, take his hands off the wheel. No, Bro, no, no, he's I think, I think the, is, he's I think the worst manager here. that gets results. He is the... Yeah, I don't understand. I it, don't, it doesn't actually make sense. It makes no sense. He spent $80 million on Maguire. And he's still about to win the Europa League. It's yeah, kind of ridiculous. Maguire is the man who man, who marked his own teammates on a corner. Yeah, I know. Maguire, he literally marked Juan Basaka for no reason. Yeah, Maguire has like two pace. <clears throat> because like, you know, I think like Jose Mourinho literally played Harry Kane at CDM for the whole season. And then he still finished lower than Ole Gunnar. Or no, yeah, he finished lower than Manchester United. Yeah, Jose Mourinho is like is, arguably a very good manager. Yeah, but like I don't understand how to keep how to, how does like I know Liverpool are the ones that have uh are like known for all the comebacks and all the late goals, right? But yeah. at least their goals aren't penalties. Yeah, they're not. I mean, it, like to give credit to Liverpool, I think um throughout the years you guys have produced a lot of good highlights. Um, yeah, like they're not they're not just bad goals, if that makes sense. And Man United, Josh, just be just be honest. The the football that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer plays is boring. Yeah, I agree. It is like like bro. When you have Pogba and Jesse Lingard bossing your midfield, what did you think was gonna happen? Like you have Fred. Yeah. Fred. Fred is arguably. I mean, he's bro. Fred is not even that good. Yeah, bro, he is the best midfielder to ever touch the ball. Dude, you forget <laughs> exists. Yeah. And be a ball. Okay, but I, I think that's the end of our podcast. Yeah. I mean, didn't it end a long time ago? Not really. I was you just wanted to add one more thing. You, you... Yeah, you just wanted to add one more thing. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs>